Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? We got a uh, guest here that made the the top list of top episodes of last year. Congrats, dude! Yeah, it's Cole Howell. I'm proud to hold the title. Uh, this podcast would be nothing without me. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for having me back on. It's always always fun. Should I put her in the other room? Or are we, we going to hear tip tapping the whole time from her? <laughs> <laughs> I might. I don't know. Do you want me to move her? Yeah, you can okay. move her. Yeah, Scout right now is walking around, and we're kind of hearing the in our headphones. So kind of like we don't know if that's going to show up. But yeah, so Cole and Ivan were the top episode of the year, um, the most sh- streamed, um, the most listened to, and then I think the most shared episode was Jasmine and SIE's episode. So congrats to those people. I'm going to be making something for you guys. <laughs> we're getting a trophy? Yeah, a little placard thing. Yeah. yeah. So I got that going right now, but... um just kind of getting the artwork going for it. Did Spotify wrap or no, you have Apple. Did it just, it tells you though, based off of. I did the Spotify one and then I knew the numbers from Apple. Um, There's not too many people that listen to on Apple. Yeah. There's like a smaller amount. Um, And I like, I guess most of my listeners are on Spotify. So. That's cool. That gives you the breakdown of, how many listens and how many shares and everything. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting to, to see, um, like I felt like your guys' episode, I think when people, people are like not always caught up. So when they listen to the episodes, they're like, Oh, I need to go back and listen. Right. Your guys, your guys's were like the most like replayed to. Oh, cool. Like people listen to it again. So I don't, um, I don't know. It, it was just a really good episode. Yeah. I felt like that was a, but it's funny that Ivan, when he, when you talk to Ivan about it, he's like, I didn't even know that was going to be an episode. Oh, he thought like, it was a tester. He thought it was a tester. I was like, no, this is an episode. That's probably why it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he sucks sense. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. So we haven't seen each other in a while, but how's, um, how was your, uh, holiday season? It was good. We went to Texas for, I think it was it was two weeks exactly. So we flew out on a Monday and then flew back on New Year's Day, which uh, I thought was going to be a bad choice just from travel, and it it worked out perfectly. Mm. Uh, not super busy or anything. The traffic wasn't bad. Uh, only downside to it was when we got on the flight, the lady who sat next to Micah like had a strong perfume on oh. that just like gave her a headache the whole time back, and you know her back was sore and everything because she's eight months pregnant now or almost eight months pregnant so yeah she was uncomfortable the the drive or the flight back but uh everything went well as far as christmas uh that no one got sick this year which is super unusual when there's nine kids running around yeah all of them do that <coughs> that cough where they, where they don't cover their mouth they don't cover their mouth they just cough on anything you can see if there's sunlight you can see a, a mist Come out! It's like a Windex bottle coming out of their mouth. How many? How many kids are were running around? There's nine of them. Yeah. So Mercy's going to be the tenth grandkid. Man, that's crazy. The the family's got so big that uh, 
my brother and sister-in-law, they rented an Airbnb for their family and they would just come over in the morning to hang out and then they would go sleep at the Airbnb. Oh man. There's just, they could, they could sleep in a room there, but then they have their four kids in the same room with them. So there's just not enough room for all of us anymore, which is, it's crazy, but it's really cool. Uh, you know, I only have the one brother, so seeing a family that big, it's, it's so different, but yeah, they, they, it's a really good family. I'm really blessed to, to be a part of it. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a, um, like a home alone feel. It, exactly. A lot of people, a lot of hectic, uh, Mike and I were the first ones there and the last ones there, everyone had left before us and, uh, it was so quiet once the final kids had left it was crazy just yeah what are we gonna do now (laughs) (laughs) whatever we want to do i guess but yeah just super quiet and then when the kids got there the chaos just ensued and then it was game on for a week and a half the the kids started calling me uncle punching bag instead of uncle cole oh no they would just come up and hey uncle punch bag and just punch me and run away (laughs) so i i body slammed them several times it's got a hold of one of them kids yeah yeah Probably the slow one. <laughs> Make an example. <laughs> Make an example out of you, kid. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I felt like when I walked in the door here to the house, I'd like, like, man, when's the last time I seen you guys? It's probably just at like church or church, something like yeah. That. But yeah, it was pretty crazy to. Um, yeah, the holidays for me, it was it was um, it was kind of like a different one this year. Hmm. It was it was fun and nice and relaxing, but. It was kind of busy. Like uh, I went to Julian, but then we had to drive down the hill for church. And then we had to um, drive down on Christmas Day because we went to our family Christmas party, which is cool. But our my family is so loud and obnoxious. <laughs> it's just like, it's only like a good two hours of like, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing like White Elephant and one of my... um one of my uncles uncle danny he brings the he brings the energy though too i do have to give my uncle danny that but i sat next to him that was a mistake because he's just like he he gets excited so he's like come on christmas let's go you know and someone anytime someone they wouldn't even be opening the gift yet they would have the gift in their hand what'd you get let them open it. <laughs> you have to show everyone what you got. And uh, man, I know he. I think he listens, but I'm I'm sorry I forgot his girlfriend's name. His new girlfriend, really sweet girl, but or sweet lady. She's not a girl, <laughs> sweet lady. Um, she just got her gift, and I had enough of it. Like because he kept saying, "What's in it?" It is like she just got it. I was like, I just yelled the same way he did. She hasn't opened it yet. <laughs> But it, yeah, it was it was it was a relaxing um, Christmas. Nothing crazy. Wasn't like <clears throat> I'm waiting for this this video game, and I really want it. it was kind of just like a low key Christmas. Yeah, nice did, and relaxing. Did you get anything good in the white elephant? On uh, knives. Oh really? Yeah. Like kitchen knives? No, like a like little um, like a like a pocket knife. Oh, like okay. pocket knives. It's actually a pretty good present. Yeah, some of the some of the presents it was like you tell people are like, man, you guys are lame. Yeah, I feel like I've uh, unless it's on like TV where you know it's it's a show, Michael Scott giving the iPod or something. 
uh, I've never seen a good white elephant. It's always just crap that you don't want that you just have to keep now. Yeah. And you re-gift uh, the next week when you go to a different Christmas party. But uh, Well, we had, we had a little bit of dilemma because I wanted the flashlights. Someone got flashlights and I went, oh, I'm going to steal that. And I was early in the snake thing. So I was like, dang it, man, I'm going to get those flashlights. I get the flashlights and then one of my aunts steals it from me and I'm like, man, like I'm going to end up with nothing good. <laughs> and someone opened up knives. I was like, okay. And my uncle Bob was sitting right there and everybody kept stealing everything that he opened. So he'd open it and he'd be like, this looks nice. I like this. And then someone would be like, give it. Give, you're like, give it here. <laughs> so then... um. I finally got the lights back, but then someone stole his gift again. And I went, listen, dude, we're going to be able to get out of this with something. <laughs> Those knives are going to be dead if someone steals them. And these flashlights will be dead if you steal them right now. And he was like, oh, I'm not really like understanding. I was like, steal the flashlights. I'll steal the, I'll steal the knives. He's like, okay. And he does it. And then he's like, as I was doing, he's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, dude, we're getting out of here with something, dude. And he had like three flashlights and he gave me one because he was like, good work, Cody. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you got to work with you someone. Team up. Yeah. And some people, some people are teaming up and you're like, oh, teaming up with several people. I'm like, I'm kind of the person that you team up with one person. Yeah. And if you don't get what you get, that's what it is. Uh, the the ladies at church do the uh, the annual like Christmas ornament exchange. Oh. And a few years ago, I think it was the the year that Dillard passed away. Okay. And Jolie, Jolene's there and she opens an ornament and she goes, oh, it reminds me of Dillard. And she says it just to like kind of oh, get some sympathy the, so no oh, one takes it from her. Someone stole it from her. Dude, people are brutal. <laughs> I'm like, I would be like, that's yours. Yeah. But, that's hilarious. But was she doing that to just to... She may, because now Micah says every year, she says, oh, it reminds me of Dillard. <laughs> nice. She probably plans. Yeah. And then Micah, whenever we go to a white elephant, she'll buy like a blanket or, you know, something nice, but it's within the budget of whatever it is. And uh, someone will open it and then she'll steal her own gift. So she just tries to buy the present and then steal it back and take her own present away. Because nothing else is good. <laughs> That's how I like. If I bring something cool, I'm like, uh, like I did, like we did. Uh, I think it was like ten bucks or something like that. And, and it's kind of hard to like do anything for ten bucks. Yeah. So I just did ten dollars cash, and then I did, um, like candy. And like me, I'm like, dude, if there's nothing good, I'm gonna take my ten bucks <laughs> back. <laughs> we good to go <laughs> but that i kind of do agree with you like i'm thinking now like every single white elephant gift someone's like dang, dang it, it. <laughs> like or half of the people are like this is dumb yeah someone gets an amazing like a an apple watch or something and everyone else gets a five dollar starbucks <laughs> gift card <laughs> there's only one like cool present there was there's one story um my uh my mom carla she invited me over to her family's one year and she was like, they do a really cool white elephant. She's like, you don't need to bring a gift. I bought like an extra gift for you. And I was like, okay, I'll go, you know, and went and, um, 
we all sit down in the garage and the gifts were all really, really cool. Like, you know, even if it was a bad, like some weird, like toilet paper dispenser, but then it would have something cool with it. Yeah. Like, you know, alcohol or something that you can re-gift to someone else. Mm. That's decent. Um, Well, they have a family tradition of putting a bad gift in there and it's like a faucet. <laughs> and it, and I got the faucet and it and it came with like Jack Daniels. So I was like, oh, cool, you know. But they're like, that means you got to come next year, you know, because you have the faucet. So I was like, okay, you know, cool. Come next year. I go all out with the faucet. Like I do funny socks, gift card. Like I really went. Like if someone's going to get the faucet, it's going to be a good gift. Yeah. Um. So someone gets the faucet and they're laughing at it because it's a funny gift and cool stuff. And I go to pick my gift and it's just an elephant pin. <laughs> just an elephant pin. And I'm sitting there and I was like, and someone's like, and her aunt is the one that like controls the, she's like the matriarch of the family. And she yeah. was like, that's it. <laughs> that's all that's in there. And then I was like, yeah, that's all. And, and I just sat down and my dad was fuming. My dad was just like, that's two years of like Cody coming and getting <laughs> a trick gift. And so then at, when we're done, like the aunt stands up and she comes right to me and she was like, you can have my gift and stuff. And I was like, no, I'll take the pen. Like I, I like the pen and stuff. She's like, no, hold on. Who did the stupid pen? <laughs> and then uh, one of, um, I think one of her like sons was like, I just thought we would do something new. You know, the faucet was gone yeah, the faucet's gone because you weren't here last year. He's like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> you want me to just give you some cash or something? And I was like, no, dude, I'll just take the pen. My dad was so mad. My dad was like, <laughs> she's like, please come back next year. And then they didn't have it next year, but they moved out of state. But it was always fun going to that one. But you, that was like, man, I hate white elephant. <laughs> just got it. It was a white elephant pen. I was like, that's it. Great. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Everybody's opening up cool things and nobody wants to steal the pen. Yeah. So and I was like, well, you're stuck with the pen. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. I got Micah some pretty cool gifts this year. Uh, they got her a Kindle, which she didn't ask for, but she really likes. So that was good husband points for me. Uh, and then just like a bunch of little things that she had asked for. And then I got her these Taylor Swift soaps. Yeah. She just showed saw them to you already saw them on the table. So it's each album is a soap and it has like, like the reputation album, for example, has a black snake, part of a black snake body, uh, going through it. And it looks pretty realistic. It's pretty, pretty well, well made. But, uh, the guy, we found him on TikTok. His his name is, uh, Sparta Candle Co. And it's this older guy, probably in his like 70s, maybe even 80s. And he's not listening to this. And he's making probably. <laughs> I, I guarantee he probably has a granddaughter who's like, hey, you should make Taylor Swift soap. I bet you'd make some money. No. And then all of a sudden, probably he's, raking in the He's cash. making bank. So every time he makes or he made a soap, he would like uh, talk about the album and like why he respects it and like why what he likes about the album and his favorite song and I'm just like man this this guy's a capitalist I love it he's just reading off bang. the teleprompter <laughs> um so the album had yeah that's pretty funny that's great I guarantee but, though to be honest the soap 
like the soaps look pretty cool. It's really good quality stuff. Yeah. Uh, they all smell really nice too, and they all smell different. Uh, you know, so it's not a bad product at all. It's a really like cool website, and they have candles and stuff like that. But man, he's he was making good money before on TikTok, just you know from views. I guarantee though, those Swifties are going oh, crazy man. for it, S- especially if they know about it. It's yeah, done. Yeah. So that I think that was the the number one present for Micah this year was the Taylor Swift soap. She was extremely surprised with it, and uh, I got a lot of husband points for that. Nice. Yeah, it went well. Um, and then you got one of those grills. Yeah, the Blackstone grill. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I really like it. It's uh, it's nice being able to do so much at one point. Like we just did a ton of veggies and chicken. Yeah, it was really good. You do it all at once so you don't have to get out a bunch of pans dirty. You just kind of dirty the one griddle. Clean up super easy. Spray some water on it and scrub it with a paper towel. How do you you clean it? Do you put like a certain... No, you just... You scrape it with a spatula to get all the oil and like if there's any gunk on it. Uh, Then you get it real hot and take a squirt bottle with some water in it. Squirt water and then take some paper towels and wrap them up and put them in a spatula so you... You don't have to touch it and just uh, wipe it down with that. Nice. Nice and clean. Yeah, it's, um, that'd probably be good for like eggs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, dude, so. I can't wait to make like a, a breakfast after the Halloween party or something. Or even like leftover food. Like imagine yeah. like like a carne asada fries or something. You just throw it on there. Yeah, crisp it up again. Crisp it up. That'd it, be pretty cool. I really like it. So I'm making smash burgers on it pretty soon. Uh, hopefully it'll go well. I think it will. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, uh, when we were in Texas, I almost blew my knee out bad. Bad. <laughs> we went to a trampoline park. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, that's gonna be the place. That's the place. So I-, I was thinking, like, no kids getting hurt, no broken bones. That's a successful day. Yeah, yeah. And they had an airbag to jump into, oh. so you know, you just you do flips into it and a bunch of fun, stupid. It's stuff. not like a foam pit. They had a foam pit too with like. A beam that you'd walk across and like like foam swords that you like duel oh, okay. in that was pretty cool but the airbag was like really cool because you could really you know just do a crazy flip that you would never be able to do under any other circumstance uh but on like i don't know my 10th jump i it was like three jumps to get to where the end of it was where you would take off and i jumped jump and then on the last one i think i was just like maybe a little too close to the edge of the trampoline and my knee just buckled underneath me. And I do the thing where you, you still flip, but you don't jump at all. You just kind of fall. So I, I fall on the pad and nothing popped or tore, but I felt immediately like, okay, that that hurt good. <laughs> so I, I jump a little bit more just to see, like, is this okay? And I determined, like, I should probably stop and put some ice on it. So ice it. It swell up at all? It didn't swell. Maybe a little bit, not bad. But the next day, like anything that required any movement of my quad muscle, I, I like I couldn't lift my leg. It was really, really. I thought I was gonna have to get <laughs> surgery. <laughs> I was really bummed about it. I'm like, oh man, dude, I just blew my knee out of it. <laughs> it's in front of the kids and everything. That's that would be <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's all sideways. It was horrible, but uh, thankfully, it seems to have been recovered almost back to normal. I'm still taking it easy at the gym and stuff, but 
I, I thought I was done for. Yeah, usually when I see those videos, like people like jumping, and then someone will like jump again and it give them that like double jump. Oh, the double bounce. But yeah. sometimes that double bounce, like it just stays still and yeah. you just see them crumple. <laughs> you're like, oh no. Yeah, if the knee buckles, you're done for. And it's never happened to me like that before. And when it did, it, it was like a different type of pain. I've I've never felt anything like it. It was really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever been. I've always when I've gone, I've just watched the kids. Yeah. Never really like jumped in there. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna jump around here. The airbag gives you some confidence that <laughs> that uh, you would never I was doing backflips into it. <laughs> I was doing like a side flip or a front flip like 360 into it stuff that i would never try even into water probably just because yeah. you know land on your back in water that hurts but the the confidence is incredible when you have that huge airbag in front of you but uh your knees can still falter which yeah. i learned and that was disappointing so um i heard you watched the godzilla movie yeah Okay, we saw that in Texas. Godzilla uh, minus one? It's called minus one. I'm not sure what the minus one comes from, but... Uh, Japanese, you never know. It may be my movie of the year for 2023. Wow. It was really... Over Talk To Me? Oh, man. I, I think so. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Talk To Me, comparing them is a different, you know, different experience. Talk To Me is a great horror movie, and I really loved it. But uh, Godzilla minus one especially for how Godzilla has been for the last decade or more. Uh, it's like back to being Godzilla, you know, yeah. the, the new ones, the American movies, Godzilla is kind of like an anti-hero, you know, he's destroying stuff, but he's a good guy. He's, he's fighting monsters off. And then he goes back into the sea and everyone goes, thank you, Godzilla. You're my hero at the end. Not this one. This one is just destroying people and destroying <laughs> That's what cities. I want to do. It's so good. And the thing that's like most impressive about it, the budget for it was only $15 million. And, you know, from a visual effects standpoint, it looks just as good, if not better, than any of these Marvel movies of recent years where they have a $200 million budget. I think Aquaman had over $150 million budget. Yeah. It looks horrible. So, you know, visually, it's beautiful. Looks really well done. They did an awesome job animating it. Uh, and then the American movies, the problem with it, in my eyes, is, you know, the monster scenes are all great. But the human scenes, the characters, you just, I don't care about any of them. If they die, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Godzilla minus one, like, you, you care about the characters and you want to see them live but also too i feel like and i haven't seen it yet and i wanted to because i i do love old godzilla movies mm -hmm. still like i'll watch them um what i like about the new ones is like the battles and the fights yeah it's like all oh, it's cool. those are all great that's all fun but like you said when it gets to the human parts i'm like uh, it there's too much gap yeah of like human and godzilla and it's like I don't really care what happens to Billy or whatever her name is. Billy Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bobby Brown or whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. Like even in the last one, the Kong one, I was like, she's really not in this movie. Like stop doing it. Well, uh, that's the interesting thing about Godzilla minus one is, you know, the, the other ones, 
you want to, you watch Godzilla for the Godzilla fight for the big monster battle where this one, I think there's maybe like five or six, maybe seven scenes where Godzilla's in the movie. The rest of it is these characters and, and like their plans or whatever, but it doesn't, you're okay with it because it's them building the characters up. It's them giving you reasons to care about the characters. And then when Godzilla does show up, I mean, he comes in hard. It, it, yeah. it makes it really worthwhile for those scenes. I heard the boat scene was really cool. <sighs> Anytime Godzilla's in the water, it's so good. Like the way they made him look he in the water. He looks amazing. And I think they modeled him off of the original Godzilla. Uh, he, you know, he's kind of got the like stubbier arms again. Uh, when he walks, he's a bit more slow paced than what like we're seeing in the new one now. he's straight running <laughs> just sprinting i don't know Kong. about that his legs are way too big and his tail is way too big to just run like that yeah we'll leave it up to the japanese to do like a good it's so godzilla good. movie so yeah and again like the budget that's that's the thing that blows me away is it was only 15 million dollars well that's uh, crazy because the water scene looks so good it looks fantastic it looks better than any like recent American movie with a hundred million dollar budget. That, that's what there's something going wrong in Hollywood where things are costing that much, but they're putting out just mediocre, mediocre yeah. work. Uh, and this, this proved it that you don't need a huge budget. Same with talk to me that proved you don't need a massive budget in order to make a fantastic movie. You just yeah. need talent and creativity, which, uh, they definitely did. And they, they brought it back to old Godzilla where it's a monster again and you're scared of him. I just want to see him just <laughs> into the buildings, dude. Just so good. People just dying. Yeah. I can't Because that's you. what that's because when when the first Godzilla, the newer one, came out, I liked that one. Yeah. Because it felt like he was just he's straight running amok. But then King of the Monsters, like it felt like he was like, We're gonna have them fight in neutral territories where there's not going to be as many humans. Godzilla's not really wrecking towns. I'm like, no, dude, I want to see them fight in a town and buildings are being destroyed. Yeah. And that's why the Kong one, it was like, okay, they were fighting, but they already like, it feels like they already established in the movies. Like we escorted as many people as we can out. And you're like, no, it, it would be havoc, dude. Yeah. It'd be so many people tripping over people, people jumping off buildings. It would be insane if you saw, imagine if you're downtown San Diego and you just see Godzilla just down by Petco Park yeah. and just destroying. You'd be like, we need to get out of here as fast as we can. But there'd be so many casualties. And what is, it's not like he's just going to, I'm going to leave and go back in the water. Yeah. No one's going to stop that thing. He's going to run amok. So it kind of felt like it was refreshing to see the new film come out at the same time that the trailer came out for the new one because it was like, or the trailer for the the newer, the new the Warner Kong Brothers one. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of felt like, okay, these films are definitely look completely different. One looks total Hollywood, total, let's throw as many actors as we can in here to the movie and we're just going to have them in there so you come see the movie right that's what it feels like with the new ones but yeah it's just an ip 
that yeah. they're, they're using the Godzilla name to just try to make as much money as possible. And then now it's like, we're just going to, we're going to hide a villain in it. And some humans going to be like, ah, my plans are working. And it's like, no, stop. You don't control any of them. Yeah. And that that's what's so dumb is that Godzilla is the villain. We don't need another monster that's a villain. You know, if they're going to, if the, the monsters are going to fight each other, but then still come after humanity, that would be awesome. But like, we're going to bring out Mothra to beat Godzilla because we know that he can help us. No, that's stupid. It's a monster. Like we, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It just really annoys me that that's the direction that these movies have gone in. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that they make more like Godzilla minus one where, you know, he's, he's a nuclear bomb. That That's what it's a metaphor for. Yeah. That's what the original Godzilla was. It was a metaphor for the nuclear uh, attack on Hiroshima. So, you know, he, it's supposed to be carnage and chaos and not knowing what to do. Uh, there isn't supposed to really be hope with Godzilla. Uh, yeah. I feel like these new movies just don't capture it the same way, even yeah. though they have, you know, good looking monster fights. I like throwing up thumbs up to Godzilla. And <laughs> Saluting him. And like, okay, I understand Kong, like he has relationships in past movies. Yeah. So I understand him having relationships He's also like an ape. So it's like, I understand him having that kind of like, Godzilla's a straight lizard. Like, the what, what is he going to, I don't know. It just, it was refreshing to see that. And yeah. I, I can't wait to watch it. But one movie I watched over the, the holidays was The Iron Claw. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard... I've heard it's really, really powerful. It is heavy. Yeah. It is. It's very heavy. A24 keeps putting out just banger after banger, dude. <laughs> it's nonstop from them. Now, Zac Efron, I think I might be worried. About his, his chin? His health. Just from the steroids? Dude, he what? is. Yeah. I've seen pictures of jacked. him. Jacked. Just <laughs> to the gills. Just, they just implanted <laughs> muscles on him, it looks like. He honestly looks like if you were to take his head off. Like, he's like a Lego piece. And that's what it looks like. It's like, dang. But that movie, like, it's kind of crazy that they released it around the holidays. Now, <laughs> I understand, like, it's about family mm -hmm. and, like, your brothers and brotherhood. But it is a... Depressing. It is a downer. Oh, man. Like, you are, like... But it's one of those films that does a very good job at um, not picking you back up. But like, just ending, it ended the film very well. Yeah. And I felt like, I don't know that family, um, but they went through a lot of tragedy. But I think it's Zac, Zac Efron's best performance yet. You think it's Oscar worthy? If he got a nomination, I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be like, what? No yeah. way. Um, I couldn't see him winning. Okay. But he's um he did a really good job. Though. Yeah. Yeah, he killed it. But I don't know who else did a really good performance this year that would match up to it, his. It felt like 2023 didn't have a lot of good movies. Yeah, it kind out. of felt like, honestly, it felt like A24 really just. Yeah, they they were the ones for me that really took the cake. That and Godzilla. Yeah. 
You know yeah. what movie really shocked me was the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. Did you see that one? No, but I, I, I've heard good things yeah. about it. That was my most shocking movie. The surprise. I thought it was going to be such a cash grab and just horrible and not clever and funny. It was legitimately, you know, the, the opening scene, we had to pause it for like probably five minutes, just the controller laughing because it caught us off guard so much. And just like clever jokes that, you know, I play D and D. It made it, it like felt they paid like, homage yeah, to. It absolutely, felt like something that would happen in a campaign. It was okay. really, really surprising. Yeah, I, uh, my coworker Devin, uh, shout out to Devin. He loves D and D, and he's he's like all into it. And he was kind of like skeptical about it because the whole like, I don't know if you know the controversy with yeah with them uh, wanting to charge like Twitch streamers. Yeah, to, to play the game on Twitch, and just all the things that they're doing—that's weird. Yeah, um, I think it's like the Pacific something. I don't know what they're uh, is it. Wizards of the Coast? Or yeah, something? Wizards of the Coast, yeah. something like that of a ocean or sea. <laughs> Wizards <laughs> of the Sea. Um, he told me kind of like a lot of things that were going on around that time when the movie was like announced, and he was like, "I don't know if I want to go see it," but. He said when he saw it, he was like, he was, he was also the same way you felt like very surprised yeah. how well it was done and not just like your typical movie that you see at Redbox and you're like, what's this Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. You know, it, it didn't feel like a cash grab watching it. It felt like they had some clever writers in there that made some good quality jokes. So yeah, that, that was my biggest surprise of, I think it was last year. I don't think it was 2022. Yeah, that was, was last, last year. year. Yeah, I think so. That was a good one, though. Yeah, but is it interesting? There, it is interesting. There's not much, really, that comes to the top of my head where I went to the movies and I went, "Wow, that was really good." I, I didn't, like I said, "Talk to Me" was a very, um, good film. I know Godzilla. It looks really good. And then, like I said, the Iron Claw. That it was. Whew. Yeah. Uh, we saw the new Hayao Miyazaki, the Studio Ghibli movie. Oh, yeah. How was that one? So, animation, beautiful. Always. Voice acting, 10 out of 10. Uh, like Robert Pattinson as the crane. Oh, you watched the English one? Yeah, we watched the... Well, they oh. didn't even offer it in Japanese where we were at. Oh, really? Yeah, in Texas. They, oh, they didn't okay. Have it. Godzilla was in Japanese, but oh, okay. uh, this this was only in English. But the voice acting was phenomenal you wow. know you know like chris pratt goes in there and he just sounds like chris pratt you would have no idea it was robert pattinson playing oh, the crane okay. his the voice he does is an actual character uh and he did a really good job story wise it's a bit hard to follow and a, a bit out there yeah it's pretty out there and i think it's more like metaphoric in a lot of ways uh so you know compared to like spirited away or Totoro, uh, not their best work, but from an artistic standpoint, if you like Studio Ghibli, I think you should still watch it. Yeah, but it's definitely not for everyone. Like, like Spirited Away, I think is a much more broad movie that you could recommend safely to other people. Yeah, it's, same with like, I know Totoro is like very. Um, it's not like a crazy in depth story. Yeah, it's pretty. But simple. you can dive deep into that story, and it's a. Uh, for me, that's like, that's that movie meant a lot to me and my sister growing up. You know, the and the mom and the or the little girls. They is it a boy? 
Or it's both. It's two little girls, I think right? It's little girls, yeah. That's what I thought. Someone, someone was like, "Yeah, the little boy," and I was like, "I don't know yeah. about that." <laughs> I think that one had pigtails, <laughs> but <laughs> um, you don't know these days. Um, but that's for all you out there. <laughs> but yeah, the mom was like in the hospital, and like me and my sister just love that movie. Yeah, and. Another one that was kind of weird I remember watching was, I don't know if you watched Owl's Moving Castle. Owl's Moving Castle? Yeah. Yeah, that one's really cool. That too. one's really good, but that one that one would be one if I'm like, okay, watch Spirit Away and then watch, you know, maybe Totoro and then watch that. Yeah. Because you're going to, his characters are so different and weird sometimes that I think sometimes people are like, oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. You know? So we we looked up on YouTube like a kind of an explanation video of the movie when we got back and we were trying to find a reasonable length one to watch and we saw one that it wasn't about um, the boy and the crane but it was just about Miyazaki and it was like interviews with him and him explaining how he comes up with these stories and it's really unusual because he doesn't write a story and a script he draws a picture or a character and then just builds off of that. So oh, for like Spirited Away, he just started drawing like characters and creatures and then just built an entire world, an entire story out of that. that. Isn't crazy? So it's like a real backwards way of doing it, but it kind of makes sense when you watch some of his more like convoluted movies, like yeah, how, you know, it, it came from just one picture and then it just grew and grew and grew into this huge world. With yeah. all this, all these creatures and, you know, so th it was really interesting just to see how unusual these movies are made. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so well done. Also, too, like I remember I watched, uh, I forgot which one it's called, but um, it's like a Japanese soldier. He was a fighter pilot. Oh. Um, during World War II. Yeah, I, we watched that a couple of years ago. That one is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa, that, that hit hard. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it, that's that's why it's, if even if he didn't like the new one, it's like, oh, the story is kind of hard to follow. I can still appreciate that someone's doing these mm -hmm. cool stories. And I feel like they do a good job at getting the voice actors too. Dude, the, the voice acting, that, that's, that was the best part of it for me. The animation yeah. was great, but like Robert, he he had so much fun with the role, and you can really tell. Yeah, uh, which is you know, like like I said, like the Chris Pratt effect of late. You normally you see Chris Pratt and Jack Black are in the new Mario movie, and then you hear them. Just, it's just Chris Pratt talking with a slight hint of a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, but like, th there's no voice acting in it. It th this actually feels like voice acting, and yeah, in the Boy and the Heron. I, I have to like Robert Pattinson there there's been some I think with a lot of his movies that I've watched of recently I'm like this guy's actually really oh, really yeah. good he's fantastic and I know he's known for Twilight and then now like Batman but I feel like he killed that Batman role I don't know if he killed the Bruce Wayne role he kind of seemed like a snobby kind of I, I really liked the interpretation he I did, did too because he's you know, he's kind of, he's obviously younger. It's, so, a, it's a young, angry yeah. Batman. It, it almost reminded me of, uh, is it the, the cartoon Batman Beyond? Mm -hmm. is it, was that when he was like a teenager? 
Uh, Batman Beyond was when Bruce Wayne was like old. What's the one? And the, and the young guy is like his apprentice. Okay, that's right. I, I, I remember that now. It kind of reminded me of that style, though. He's kind of a bit more the immature. Green. Yeah, he's green. He's immature. Uh, he's emotional in some ways. But I thought he killed it as just the role entirely. Well, one thing I hate when I see online is when people are like, well, look how look how like Christopher Nolan's Batman flies when he flies down, and then look at Robert Pattinson when he flies down. And I'm like, well, no. Imagine it's your first time jumping off of a building as Batman, yeah, and you have to soar down in your squirrel suit. Yeah, it's it was his first time. Yeah. So I felt like that was such a cool little touch that they added to Batman, this young Batman that doesn't know how to use Bruce Wayne yet. Yeah. Because if you we've all seen all the Batmans where Bruce Wayne is like out in public and still doing his things. This Batman was like hiding in the shadows. He never wanted to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He just wanted to be Batman because he was so angry and he wanted to kill and do whatever he could to like get rid of these people. So I feel like it's that's why I, I can't wait for more of that Batman because it's gonna be me and Ivan, we go on and we love that Batman and just how it it brings such a realistic how Batman would most likely be in boots. Right. And like this guy that just comes out of the shadows and is like What'd you think of the Batmobile? Oh, loved it. So cool. <laughs> because it's 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 like it, it that's what he you would make. Yeah. It wouldn't be some like military high grade. Like that's why in the, the Nolan one it makes sense that it would be a military high grade because Bruce he's Wayne learned. Yeah, he's connected. He's connected. He learned how to use his money. Yeah. But no one would suspect that Robert Pattinson being Batman, they'd be, who is this guy? Um, so that's, and I love the detective part of it. It's yeah. Like it was, yeah, a, lot was a lot of detective fun. work. And um, that's why it's like refreshing to see, like I, like I said about the Godzilla, like to see some, a different spin. We don't need to have all these like, high budget crazy scenes the same with batman it wasn't this crazy like plot and story it was just dark yeah and it kept it dark there wasn't a crazy fight scene at the end where like me and the riddler are gonna fight to the death no it's the riddler just he'd be dumb to meet him in the street mm -hmm. he's like i'm gonna find a way to to get on top in a different way yeah but how do you rank the uh the batmans that we've had it's tough yeah. because I love the Dark Knight. Christian Bale? Is that what you mean? No, just you mean Batman's just people playing Batman? Uh, let's do the actors and then we can also do the movies. So actors, I have to put Robert Pattinson up. Really? Yeah, because I feel like he did such a good interpretation. Now it's... It, it's not fair to put him up there, I guess, is where I might be coming from because I, where I hesitate a little bit because I feel like Christian Bale killed it too. Mm -hmm. I think he he killed the Bruce Wayne part the best. Yeah. You know, he seems like an eccentric millionaire or billionaire, whatever he is. Uh, his, I think a lot of people don't like his Batman voice. I think it's a little bit yeah. too, too throaty. Sure. Yeah, I, I really like it, but... I could see the criticism there, but from a overall character, 
I think Christian Bale takes it because of how he played Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, and his films are done. So it's They're like so we've good. seen his films yeah. wrap up. So yeah, I guess I guess I would say he's one for me. Um I'd go Robert Pattinson. Um, then I would go I know it's not popular, but I would go what's his name from uh Doc Holiday? I'm struggling with his name. Oh, Val, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. I would go Val Kilmer. The Two Face movie. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I felt like he should have been Batman a little bit more, but that was more comic booky. I, it's a real guilty pleasure, but I love those bad Batman movies. The Val Kilmer and the George Clooney. Oh, one. the George Clooney one is so it's bad. So bad, but it's I so love bad. it. I love it so much. It has its place. Yeah. Um, and then I would put. I mean, people get mad at me because, oh, uh, what's his name? The first Batman. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. I just, I, I don't really see, like, he wasn't acting his shoes off. Mm. I really don't see it. Sure. I understand, like, I think he's, as much as people say, oh, the Dark Knight, it just had Joker in it. I feel the same way. I feel like Jack Nicholson killed the Joker yeah. in that movie. And that's what that movie was about. It was, like, more like... Uh, the Batman, uh, it's all right. I feel like Keaton did a good job, but but I get flack for that all the time. People get mad. They're like, "No, dude, Keaton's number one. Like, he has to be number he, one." He's not number one for me, but I would, I'd probably put him above Val Kilmer just because, uh, Batman Returns with the Penguin. Yeah, it's I, so good. I think that might be my number one Batman yeah. movie. Again, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. Uh, I probably just have a lot of nostalgia for it, but. That's what that's for Val Kilmer is for me. Yeah. It's a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I have to rank my my movies. Oh wait, finish the actors. So on Clooney at the end. And what about Ben Affleck? Oh yeah. See, I I think I'd put him below Clooney because his movies I didn't even have fun with his movies. Really. It's not fair. It's just not fair to rank him at yeah, all. Yeah. Because he didn't get a standalone. He's just in. That's right. He, he only got Martha. It was like, so oh, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, he looked the part. Yeah. Yeah, he looked jacked. But I felt like he didn't look like a Bruce Wayne. He just did. I don't know. It just didn't. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. Yeah. Well, they also didn't do a great job making the movies. Yeah. So. Weren't very good. It's kind of tough for him. So if I have to go movies. Um, I have to put Dark Knight at one. Okay. Um, simply just because the Joker was just so good in that yeah. movie. Um, and that that's me being biased too. I don't think it is though, because well, I mean, finish what you're gonna say because I, I feel like that's that's a number one for so many people. Just because it is it was but, such a solid. Movie. <coughs> I know if. It, like if Heath Ledger didn't die, I just wonder if it would be. I don't think it would change my opinion on it. And I love it. Yeah. Like I feel like it's it's such a when you watch it, I don't even think of Heath Ledger. I don't. Right. right. I don't think of Heath Ledger at all. It's kind of like how you're saying with Robert Pattinson with that um, voice acting. Yeah. I remember even seeing it when it was coming out in trailers, and I was like, "This is insane." Yeah. That's Heath Ledger from First Night. You know, like, 
Oh, or the Knight's Tale? Yeah. First night. <laughs> the Knight's Tale? Like, no way. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. This is crazy. Um, So, I have to give that a one. Um, I'd have to give Batman Return the two. Okay. I think because I love the characters and it was already, they're already kind of developed. Right. Um, I'd give Robin Pattinson his movie, the three. Um, and then I'll give Batman, uh, just the Batman. The original? The original. Okay. Of four. Um, and then it, uh, I guess I'd go Dark Knight Rises. And then it would be Batman Begins. Okay. <laughs> and then the Batman and Robin and yeah, they they all <laughs> Batman kinda, Forever. <laughs> I can't I can't really rate those because they're just not like they're not good. But they're nostalgia yeah. for sure. Like if someone were to be like, yeah, don't ever watch. I was like, no, you need to <laughs> you watch need this to watch several times because <laughs> Jim Carrey, like him being the Riddler, is just too funny. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones being two faced. He's like, trying to. You can tell Tommy Lee Jones is like trying to outact Jim Carrey too with how goofy he is. And also too, like they sexualized like the girls. <laughs> they had like random girls just <laughs> randomly in the movie. Oh yeah, we need to add Two Face is gonna have one chick that's like dark and you know stuff like that, and then we're gonna have an angel girl. Yeah, angel girl and. You know, we'll have that's his other side. And you're like, they're just totally sexualized <laughs> too. But you know the the angel is Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I no, think, they were uh, dude, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, these women are hot. <laughs> I was like, man, this is a movie. I didn't I didn't really like Poison Ivy. Like I didn't, she's not hot to me, but Uma Thurman. But she killed that role. Yeah. She killed the role. Yeah. And then Mr. Freeze is just hilarious. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> but I feel like that's such a cool story that I feel like Robert Pattinson can do is a Mr. Freeze. I heard a rumor. I don't know. It was just a buddy talking to me about it, but he heard that the next Batman is going to have Mr. Freeze. Yeah, and I was hearing that. Um, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Uh, the bad guy in it, one of the big bads, blows off half of his face. Uh, Gus Fring, that guy? The yeah, I was hearing he might be Mr. Freeze. Really? That could be interesting. And I was surprised, like, I was very surprised with the Riddler actor, too. Yeah. But what a what a great job he did, too. But it's a more realistic, like, you're not going to have this guy just... Going around leaving riddles and ah, yeah, yeah. I'm the my cane, and he's just swirling <laughs> around like Jim Carrey. I feel like he did a serial killer, yeah, that has to hide in the shadows because he's a small guy. Yeah. I love that aspect of it, but the Mister Freeze one would be very interesting to try to um, like how they did Penguin was perfect. The, oh man, that that's another that was thing that was awesome about the Robert Pattinson one is the makeup. That they yeah. did for Penguin. Um, who's who's the actor? I, I can't think. Of Colin his name. Farrell. Colin Farrell. You would have no idea. Yeah. That it was him. I I would have thought it was a guy actually that size. Yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe they put some like scars on his face, but he looked like a completely different person. They did so good. Yeah. And I, I'm just I I hope that if they do a Mister Freeze, 
they do practical effects as much as possible and yeah. just straight makeup because they're proving again they can do it and it looks always so much better when they actually just put in the effort yeah to do it yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that um that franchise and um i'd like to see them do the long night i don't know if you know that storyline no so the long night is like a halloween um it's a Halloween night for Batman and he's kind of going around, but all the villains join up to kill Batman on that night. Um, and it's just a series of them doing crazy and like scary. Um, and I felt like that would be a good dark um, thing to do Yeah, for, or even hush <clears throat> hush. I don't know if you've heard the, of hush the movie. Or is this a Batman thing? A Batman character. No, I've not. Um, he's just a serial killer, basically, too, that you could do. Hmm. Um, but I would like for them to try to do one of these characters yeah, outside maybe a, a of lesser known Joker. Right. And I don't mind if you keep showing Joker in the movie. You know, like if you show Joker in the background, do it. Yeah. You know, we're, we all need Joker. I think that's what we need. But I want to see like a cool um, Mr. Freeze. I think that would be a guy that wants to like save his wife. I think people can relate to that too. Yeah. But it'd be interesting. I think they should just bring back Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. It's my wife. <laughs> I'll save her. Diamonds. <laughs> I remember I used to love that. He was like, I was like, dang, those things are glistening. <laughs> um well another topic um was Attack on Titan. Been in it. Where are you at now? Season three. Okay. What'd you think of season two? I didn't really... The ending was kind of like, eh. Remind me... Uh, uh, I don't know if we want to talk spoilers on here. Yeah, spoiler alert in one, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Um, Armored Titan mm. is throwing, you know... Basically, Aaron learned how to like... Or he didn't learn... But basically, he had all the Titans attack him mm. or attack. It looks like he can control the Titans. Um, I don't know. It kind of just felt like it, it. I'm not, I guess for me, I'm not a big Aaron fan. Really? I'm more of like, I like Levi. Mm -hmm. I like the armored Titan. Erwin? Uh, Air, uh, Erwin? No. Yeah, Erwin. Yeah, Erwin. Um, I like... Um, I guess for me, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just the biggest Aaron fan. Mm. It feels like I feel like it just sometimes too. What's her name? The other um, who's the other girl that's with him all the time? Mikasa. Yeah, I feel like her. The armor time is Reiner. Reiner. Yeah. Oh, Reiner. There we go. Um, I feel like sometimes they're just reckless. Mm. And it's like, just be a little bit smarter and understand that we have to save lives because people are just dying for you guys left and right. Yeah. 
like that um what's his name died the one that was in the beginning yeah i don't know if he, he wasn't a scout he's more like a interior interior player. scout or something like that mm. um but he just died uh the one that the one that uh helped them when they were little with his mom yeah yeah so he died yeah and i was like bummed I'm Dang hesitant man. to say any names because I don't want to accidentally spoil yeah, yeah, someone yeah. else does. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm still not a big Armin fan, mm. but he's needed in the show. Yeah. He's needed. He He's how most people would act, I think. Yeah, like, exactly. Like the, the scene in the first one when, when Aaron gets eaten for a second and... Yeah, the you know, sheer I thought, terror. I thought like, oh shoot, like they just killed off the main character. <laughs> yeah. Uh just because that show had already killed so many characters. So I just thought they were taking a shift. But th the terror in his voice and you know, him just freezing up entirely. It's it's so annoying to watch. But yeah. I think it's real it's really realistic for how most people would act in a situation like that. You yeah. just, your body wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, Levi is probably my favorite. He's um, so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> but I think he's like probably everyone. Everyone likes Levi. Yeah, like yeah. I, I've never heard of someone not liking Levi. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the head guy too. Erwin. Erwin. Commander. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Um, I just love that I called Reiner. I couldn't believe that, man. I was so mad when I got that audio message of you <laughs> and you're like I'm suspicious of everyone so also too like letting everybody know like Cole uh and my cousin and Cole's the most recent one that told me like you please need to watch it it's one of his favorites and I've always told him like soon as Attack on Titan is done I'll watch it um so it, like not even a day after it ended Cole's like you need to start watching it it's so good um so I started watching it and every time I'd watch an episode, I'd have my theories and I would send them to Ivan and Cole and be like, hey, this is who I think is a Titan. I called Annie, but I feel like almost anybody. Yeah, she's got the blonde hair. And, yeah. You know. uh, I just remember like when you were first sending your theories over, you were you had a good theory, but it wasn't on the right track. And yeah. I was like, okay, good. He doesn't know what's going on. This is good. He's going to get shocked when the twist happens. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And he's going to just tell me like how shocking it was. And then he was like, I think Annie might be a Titan. I was like, okay, that, that one's okay. I could, I could see why he would think that, but he doesn't know about Reiner and, uh, Bertold. Bertold. So that's the, that's the big twist. He's, he is not going to catch on to that. And then like, I, it was the same day. I think you said, yeah, because I've been bunching them up. Like, yeah. I'd watch, like, six episodes. They're so easy to watch. Yeah, the the same day, you messaged back saying, okay, I'm starting to think Reiner is because he's got his arm bit. Well, no, I, first I was Erwin. Oh, yeah. You thought Erwin, Erwin and Reiner. I was like, they they just don't seem, something seems wrong. Mm. And then soon as Reiner got bit and nothing happened, or, like, it didn't pierce his skin, it didn't, like, I was like, yeah. Armored Titan. See, I didn't, I did not pick up on that at all. I because, dude, anybody that has been bit by a Titan, they lose it immediately. Destroyed. Yeah. I mean, their ankles, everything. Yeah. I thought it was just a smaller Titan that got him, and maybe it didn't have the strength to bite all the way through. But the, the fact that you picked up 
that he just used his powers to harden his arm to make yeah. it where he so I was so mad when you said that. I was like, dang it. I told Micah, and she was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and it didn't give like a it didn't make that moment like not special. Yeah, what'd you think of how subtle he just said, Aaron, I'm the armor titan and Bertold's the colossal. Well, it's just funny how he like he told he was just like, We need to go. Yeah. And he's like, Wait, what do you mean we need to go home? And I was like, Oh yeah, he was saying that in the beginning. Like he was talking about going home. And and all of a sudden he's like, We need to go home. And then all of a sudden Baratol's like, Not now. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm the I'm the armor titan and he's the colossal titan. And I was like, Oh shoot, I was right. <laughs> oh no. And I was like, well, he's not going to do that right here in front of everybody. And he did. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. That was that was like a really good ending to a season. Oh, man. It, it was a 10 for me. Yeah. How the season. Um, I've bumped the show down just to an 8. Okay. Um, just on because sometimes like it feels like they're, it takes a little bit to get going. Mm-hmm. Um. But right now in season three, I kind of like the conspiracies that they're kind of throwing around and they're kind of like, why are the Titans, you know, being created and stuff? My theory, I was telling Micah earlier, my theory is, I love at the end of all my theories, you go, what do you say usually? I will not confirm Uh, or deny (laughs) anything you just said. Ivan just also goes like this. He goes, okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Um, my theory is that the government has been creating the Titans. They've been testing, um, on a a certain Titan, um, and their abilities and stuff like that. And they, then I think that Aaron's dad was heavily part of it and he was like creating them. You mean? Yeah. Like, like putting it into people and making them Titans because, it is weird when they went to that town and what's his name? I forgot the kid. Connie. Connie was like, that's the, like the person looks familiar. Yeah. It was his mom and like said something to him. So it's someone's making these Titans, but they're humans and all of a sudden they turn into Titans. Mm. So they, they were small. Some of them were really big. Um, so I feel like the government is doing or the the center people or the royals, they have their scheming plans of always to keep people in fear and to stay in the walls. You need our protection. Mm. Um, You need to trust us. Uh, That's where I feel like it's going. Um, Because I feel like the armored Titan or uh, Baratol and Reiner, I don't think they're bad people. I think there's there's something bigger at plan with the Titans, like the Beast Titan too. Um, that they're just kind of there's something there's a reason why they're storming, why they went there and destroyed. Um, it's not just because their friend got bitten by or eaten up by. I think there's bigger plans than just them wanting to assert their dominance. Mm. I think they know something that other people don't know. Um, that's why Reiner really wants that power of controlling the Titans so he can just send all of them to the capital or whatever. 
So that's kind of my theory. Um, soon as soon as Aaron did that, I was like, that's a pretty strong power mm -hmm. um, to have. And I know that the last season they talk about the rumbling. I think the rumbling is Aaron. Are you in, se you're in season three right now? Season three. Is that the metal song opening intro? Or? I think that's for four. Okay. Um, but I just know about it because you guys would play it or, yeah. but the rumbling, I know it has to do with Titans and stuff like that. Right. I think Aaron is the rumbling. Okay. Um, I think he, because he has that power and he's going to create a rumble by <laughs> sending Titans just nonstop. I don't think Aaron's going to be, I think he's going to, his character is going to a little bit switch. Mm. Not a bad guy kind of go a little bit more and he has this hate for Reiner I think he might come to understand Reiner mm. um, but those are my theories but I'm excited watching it yeah. especially right now because it's in the kind of the uh, Erwin just got uh, arrested okay um, for killing that guy but he didn't kill him right the uh, I don't know what the guy was a merchant or something like that Okay, yeah. I remember where you're yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, because those those people with the guns, I'm like, dude, that is so... <coughs> the government just helping. <laughs> like, all right, so a way that we can kill these scouts. And someone already said it. Um, what's her name with the glasses? She was like... S not Sasha. Um, oh, gosh. Susamaki or I don't know. I love the character it's tough. too. Yeah, her, I love her character. But she was mentioning, she was like, man, they have guns. Like that's like someone that's a scout. Like that would be the worst possible fight mm -hmm. because they could just shoot you out of the sky. So it's interesting, interesting to see where they go. I like to see Levi's background with this guy with the hat, like where it's going. Um, it's just interesting to see. But I'm loving this man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will not confirm or deny anything you just said. <laughs> but uh man, I'm excited for you. I'm I'm just so curious to hear your final thoughts on this <laughs> over and to to talk about it. Yeah, I can't see this show going below an eight mm. for me. Um, especially because how powerful these first two seasons were. Yeah. I can't see it going below that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how it ends. Yeah. Um and how they wrap it up. I I will say there's a part that will be in the future where it does slow down a bit from an action standpoint, but it's a lot of necessary background information. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it may not be as quote unquote exciting at some points, Yeah. but, uh, you know, from a lore standpoint, just background and character standpoint, it's still, and that's okay. Game. And I understand that, yeah. you know, um, and then when it does pick back up, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's good. I'm I'm happy I'm watching it. Yeah. And I'm pounding through it too. Feels like I'm just going through it. Are there five seasons or four? Four. Okay. So yeah, you're but this season, the reason why I got through season two pretty quick is it's only twenty four episodes. Mm. And then season three is forty four. Oh jeez. And then season four is like forty something too. Yeah. And the last couple episodes. I think it's like fifty. The last maybe. couple episodes are longer. Like the last episode I think was an hour and a half. It's oh, okay. basically a movie. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, it's 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 pretty good right now. I'd I would um 
recommend it to anybody that hasn't watched it that it's it's definitely definitely a really good anime would you recommend it to non-anime watchers it's not my pick Hmm. but i could see people why they would because it's a there's some really good starter animes that i feel like people can watch but i'm also someone that would say watch naruto right the first naruto and if you like shippuden like keep going right but um because shippuden man there's so much so much to it you're like man so many fillers Mm. so much garbage you can just be like gosh can we just go skip to to the the main storyline yeah like uh and it's like the same thing you would never tell someone like hey one piece gotta start on that thousand episodes but i could see this being a starter like to get someone in it because it it's not like there's not the power level yeah there's no power levels it's like you're a titan you're human or you're part of the government right like that's it's kind of like how it there's no like crazy insane like jujitsu kaisen if you were to tell someone like hey start watching that that if you'd never watched anime be like what like what is going on (laughs) yeah well, Attack on Titan was my first anime. Oh, okay. other than like, I, I thought know. One Punch Man was. Uh, no, that was after. Oh, okay, yeah. Unless you count like Dragon Ball Z, uh, or like Avatar: The Last Airbender. I don't, I don't really count those, but they're in I, there. Like as as watch like first time watchers, I don't. Yeah, but they are anime. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I, I watched those growing up, but Attack on Titan was the first one that my buddy who watches anime told me like you should give this one a try. I watched season one and it was the first episode with his, with Aaron's mom and I was hooked immediately. Yeah. So I, from anime standpoint, I think it's a good intro because it doesn't have, I think a lot of people don't like anime because a lot of it's really cringy. Like in a uh, demon slayer, for example. Yeah. I hate when they're in the middle of a fight and they go water breathing technique seven. Yeah swirling slash and they have like names for all the moves there's none of that in attack on titan it kind of takes me out of it a little bit in demon slayer i still love demon slayer but it's because there's a power scale yeah and you have to have a power scale yeah when uh attack on titan there's no real in-depth power scale it's kind of just yeah you're a titaner you're gonna be fighting a titan and it's (laughs) you better be good at it (laughs) um how how have you liked um, jujitsu? I've only seen like six episodes. Um, we've just it's, been so busy. With the first Christmas. the first season is very very slow. Yeah, I will say I've enjoyed it so far, uh, but it hasn't. It it didn't grab me by the throat like yeah. Attack on Titan or One Punch Man. Yeah, yet. Uh, but I am gonna I am gonna watch it, especially now that the second season's done and it's all out. Yeah. Uh, it should be easy to get through now. The second season, dude, it, it's just what they do in it. You're just like, I can't believe they did that, right? To these characters, which I, I love when shows do that when they're willing to take risk like that. It makes well, it so the power better. scale in Jujutsu Kaisen is like Gojo mm-hmm. and everyone else. Is Gojo the guy with the the blindfold? Yeah, Gojo and everybody else. Yeah, so it's like everybody else is like how are we going to beat this guy? <laughs> and you start to see the plan come to fruition the second season. Mm-hmm. But you even see how stronger Gojo is going through it more. Yeah. 
And you see other characters level up a little bit, but there's a huge gap. And it when it gets to what I've read in the manga, it starts to get like really like everyone's fighting against each other. And there's something that happens in season two that what happened in season two, there's such big ramifications of what happened. Um, I love how they use like actual Tokyo. Like there's actual places yeah, in, yeah. in the place. Um, so I'm interested to see when you get to season two. Now the end of season one, there's some really good fights. Okay. And really good building up characters, um, especially like Mahito. Is um, the manga done? Or are they still writing? No, it's still going. Okay. It's um so it will but it's be wrapping a, up. It's right. wrapping up. It'll be a while before they animate the entire show though. Yeah, it'll be it's gonna take a little bit, yeah. especially now. But okay. but yeah, that's um that was a good one. But like I said, it takes a little bit. It for me, I was like I was watching that during COVID, the first season. Mm. So I was like, man, this thing is taking so long to get going until like I think maybe like in the later part of the season of one. It was like, okay, like you're starting to ramp it up a right. little bit. Buckle up. But season two, they don't waste any time. It's not a game. We don't play around. Just go. Yeah. But then they do backstory right in the beginning. But then right after the backstory, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> this is a dark anime. <laughs> have you ever seen some of those dark animes that they have like every now and then? Like someone on YouTube will be watching it. And one of them, it scarred me. It's like it scarred me. It shows this little kid getting like bow and arrowed oh. in the head. Oh, it's like, oh. like crossbowed. Yeah. Like she runs in the house. Like it shows like like kind of like a front door and then stairs going up. And the kid's like, yeah, and almost gonna go up the stairs. And a crossbow just hits her to the side of the head and she sticks to the wall. Oh. I'll have to show you. It's I was like, who's watching this? <laughs> it's like Instagram reels. Yeah, and, just and, and the guy's like, gosh, darn it, watching. He's like, who's watching? It was like 90s anime. That's funny. <laughs> I'll have to show you. It's. I was like, oh, I don't even want to know the name of this yeah. thing. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> uh, oh, you weren't there that fight night, huh? When, when we were watching, um, what's his name with the nuclear power? Mitchell got knocked out. Oh, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, that that bummed me out. I think about it all the time. The, I'm like, man. The shaking scares me. I, I love seeing a good knockout. It's exciting, but when he started shaking, I I got real nervous on that one. Yeah. I, I wonder if he's going to come back or not. Yeah, because, man, uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Um, I mean, he has nuclear power stones for hands he's got the weirdest core ever well he looks like joe rogan yeah like joe <laughs> rogan's like body type yeah <laughs> um man I'm, I'm blanking on his name dang it but he dude when he hit he hit him with that right hand i was like but it was like a, a crazy knock and i was like oh man and then when he was shaking i was like oh even if it's like a fighter i don't like like you, you hate to see it yeah it's, it's it's scary when that happens yeah and then the colby fight i remember you and me talking about uh, it a little bit it was just so disappointing i i can't it, 
The thing that made me the most upset with that fight wasn't his bad performance. It was him standing up after and putting his hands up and then acting shocked that he didn't win when they raised Leon's hand. That yeah. it dropped the character. I'm just, just be so, humble for a I'm second. I'm so tired of people talking so much trash and then they go in there and then they put that performance yeah, on. Yeah, they don't do anything. That's why I can like just go in there and just be a warrior. Yeah. And like and I don't know with with Colby like after what he said um I'll never root for him after yeah. that um it kind of it just it just makes me like it made me even think why did I ever root for him um cuz it's a character and it was a character yeah. but I felt like when you go too far and then even in the end um he was talking to him and it just you still can't get out of that character, man. Did you see uh, when he, he's giving his interview and he's talking about Trump and <laughs> Trump's already walking out of the Yeah, arena. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trump's like, that's not my guy. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. My president. It's so funny. Yeah, it's... it's um. That's why this Duplessis and... Like, I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of Strickland. It's like a little too much. It feels like he's just he's just talking too much about like he's always putting his two cents in about how he feels about stuff and I don't know, just mm. like I don't want Duplessis to knock him out or anything. Like I just want a good fight. Yeah. Please guys. See, I'm the I want Strickland to win that one. Yeah. I've his his podcast with Theo Vaughn made me like him even did you listen to that yet? No, no, yeah. 90% of it is just wild. Like he says wilder things than Theo Vaughn does. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. He Theo Theo will be like, what are you saying? <laughs> or like, what are you talking about? And there's no topic that they talk about throughout the entire yeah. thing. They're just bouncing nonstop. But at the end where, you know, he's, he starts talking about like the trauma of being abused by his dad and like what he went through. And he starts like crying. Uh, mm. It... It made me respect him a bit more, uh, and made me understand why he, why he punched or fought Drakus yeah. at the event, and the fact that he moved the kids out of the way first—that's <laughs> the best. That's so funny. But this is what I do like about Strickland: is I feel like Strickland's going to go in there and he is going to give an effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I do like about Strickland. I might not like what he has to say sometimes, but. He said some wild no, out of pocket I mean, just out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't think women should vote. <laughs> Stay in the kitchen or something. I was like, it's crazy. Darn it, dude. <laughs> um, I just want a good fight, man. I yeah. feel like the past couple fights that we've watched, it's been just a little bit lackluster. Mm. I kind of miss like, I don't know. I felt like I need a Michael Chandler. Like, I really need that. Like I need that like guy that's gonna go in there and give everything he has, win or loss. Well, did you see McGregor say? Yeah, he announced that Michael Chandler on what is it June 29th, or the International Fight Week. 
Oh, is it the 300 one? Or? I don't think it's UFC 300. He said June or July, so. July is, and I do want to go to those one time. It'd be so expensive now, though. I know. It's like, I think nosebleeds are like 400 bucks. No, I want to go to the International Fight Week. Oh, like, and not, not the fight. Not just, the fight. Just go yeah. to the International that'd Fight be, Week. That'd be real cool. You just go to Vegas and enjoy like walking around and see fighters and stuff. The price of everything now is just... It's so upsetting. Like a normal fan can't go and see a fight pretty much ever now. Like even yeah. when when you went to see like Anderson Silva, you got pretty decent seats, I think you said. I mean, we, we and we paid a pretty penny for those. I how, mean, the, how much were they though? I want to say that was close to 1200 Yeah. But, but now. So, so, so both of us, it was, it, it equaled up to 1200 But now 1200 is like one seat right where we sat yeah um it's crazy it just doubled nosebleeds are unreasonable even like supercross supercross is coming to town and the nosebleeds are i think they're over 100 bucks now wow it's crazy it makes no sense when you used to get the pit pass and it would be like 50 bucks yeah. and you get to go in the pit you bring in a monster energy can and you get to go to the pit yeah for i free. remember that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah everything's just doubling like i want to go to a fight so i wanted to see the jones fight yeah, uh, and I, I looked up tickets, and it was just so unreasonable. Yeah, it's outrageous. Even for the worst seats, obstructed view, as high as you can get, you can't even see the cage. Basically, I mean, I even looked at like the Bellator when Bellator came here, and I looked at the Bellator tickets, and I was like, "Whoa!" To watch Bellator for like three hundred bucks, like, yeah, that's insane. But, and I'm still like in the middle. Mm -hmm. I thought three hundred bucks would get me right cage side right you know bellator <laughs> so yeah it, but i do have to say it is an if you are a ufc fan and you love it it's you, worth it it's worth once. it yeah. yeah once um even too like i i i was nosebleeds when junior dos santos knocked out kane velasquez <sighs> and that place went so quiet because we're in anaheim <laughs> and every single mexican was just Oh, oh. <laughs> and me and Jordan were cheering and we realized like, oh, like we are in enemy territory. In the heart. <laughs> we're in the heart of Mexico. <laughs> so, but even to see them in a, in an arena, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, going to Anderson Silva with my dad, that was just amazing. Even though he broke his leg, like it sucked, but I got to see Rhonda and, um, oh, the height of her career. Yeah. Their last fight. So that was such a good fight. And all the fights before it were just amazing fights. Yeah. But it, it, it's worth it. And it's definitely one of those things. You just got to find the right pay per view in the right time and right when, place. When Jones announces his comeback fight, hopefully it's against Steep and not Aspinall. Yeah. Do you want to try to look into it? Yeah. See if we can do it. And I would say even do like a cheapest ticket, go. Yeah. Because you, you you can lease be that person when people are like, Have you ever been to a fight? Like, I was there. I when, saw the fight. <laughs> like I, I saw John Jones get knocked out. Like, what if that that <laughs> like, you were there for history? Yeah. You know, and even to John Jones, like if we go see him, like that's that's history. Right. You know, that's him defending a heavyweight title. Especially, this is probably his last fight yeah. coming up. I'm just so bummed that it was. It's it might not be with Stipe. 
Do you I, think it won't be? I just have a feeling nah, it's not. To me, it doesn't make sense for him to fight Aspinall yeah. in general. It doesn't. Uh, I think he's gonna. He would mop him. You think so? Oh, he would mop him. Jones would mop Aspinall, he, or okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I only want to see him fight Stipe, just because of legendary. Right. You beat the most decorated heavyweight of all time in the heavyweight. Yeah. Or in the UFC. It would just put a stamp on his career of you are the GOAT because you beat every single person that you can think of in the light heavyweight division. Um, Then you beat the most feared heavyweight contender and gone. And then you beat the GOAT of the heavyweight division, Stipe. I mean, also, too, you beat a DC that is like feared in heavyweight and light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. You almost beat a guy that could have been the GOAT, too. Yeah. Um, you just solidified your goat. Um, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I really hope that that's why when the UFC announced that they're gonna have Aspinall and them fight for the title, I was like, Why are you doing this? Um, you're just corning John Jones now to fight one of these guys, and he will mop both of those guys. Now Aspinall, yes, he's got nukes in his hands, <laughs> but I mean so does Gon. Yeah. Like Gon's got nukes in his legs. He kills you. And Gon's like such a quick, precise striker too. Now, one that kind of maybe the UFC can just kind of wake up and say, let's figure this out. If they called Francis up, Jones and Francis, that would that would be the only one that I want to see besides Stipe. And- would you want to see that over Stipe? No, no. I, I want to see the Stipe. If it's his last fight, yeah. I want to see it to Stipe. If it's not his last fight, sure. But you, I feel like it's going to be his last fight. Who do you got in Jones versus Nganu? Man. I heard Nganu did great boxing too. Oh, you didn't watch it? No. Dude, he won that fight. That's what I heard. Yeah. He killed it. It, it made He got a knockdown on him. <laughs> How? And it's so crazy and he... He was boxing. He was shoveling sand. <laughs> I mean, he didn't beat him, but arguably he did beat him. Yeah, just the judges. He did what? Wild, everybody loves Wilder. Yeah, like oh, Wilder knocked down. So did Francis. Yeah, like and Francis had one professional boxing. It's crazy. Against debatably the best heavyweight champion we've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I think Jones. Does it? Um, just on skill, his skill, his is, IQ is just is he's incredible. just outclass. But Francis got that fifty percent <laughs> chance of just nuking you. Yeah, and I mean Francis has consistently proven that he can beat the odds. Yeah, by I'm sixty forty. That's that's close. It's close. Sixty forty is close <laughs> because that that forty percent of him landing a huge knockout. Yeah, it's it's very close. And Jones did from a striking standpoint. We didn't get to see much, but against Gone, I was nervous when he was starting off because he looked slow and a little sloppier than normal. And it's probably you know he hadn't fought in three years, uh, but I I would hope against uh, Ngannou that he wouldn't even try to do much striking. He would keep distance. and I want him. I want him to <laughs> get to land those elbows. and the Spitting elbows would be Because imagine if he 
dominates him standing up. Yeah, I mean, outclasses him, kind of like what Stipe did. Like Stipe, like kind of put it to him in the first fight. In the first fight, I mean, Stipe got rocked and then rose from the grave and started putting it on Ngannou. Yeah. But it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. What duty did he was gone. <laughs> Undertaker. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with Jones, even if they even do anything. Yeah, I wonder if Jones is like, yeah, I'll just wait for the next guy that looks, um, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully Stipe doesn't take some other fight too. And I think that's the fight Stipe wants. He knows that that's the money fight too. And if he's looking to retire anytime soon, well, I mean, what a fight to go out. Now, on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him fighting. Say, if Jones goes, I'm not going to fight anybody but Stipe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stipe, like, there has to be title on the line. That's why I was like, why'd you oh, do this? do like Stipe versus Aspinall? Yeah, to see if he can get the. But if Stipe back. gets rocked, it's like, dude, no, there's a brain cells that we needed you to fight <laughs> for John. <laughs> That's that's the thing is too like I know everybody laughs at my opinion of Stipe, but the guy has fought the best mm-hmm. and has always come out on top. Yeah, yes, he lost to DC quick because he took that fight pretty quick after he was rocked and rose from the grave, <laughs> dude. I mean, he was buried. Yeah, and <laughs> he ended up winning that fight against. Francis, but he got nuked. So him fighting DC right after that, it was like, I don't think his brain had time to heal. Sure. And then he goes and fights him again and gets beat up. And then makes the best adjustment of all the whole fight. The whole fight I was sitting there going, so pissed. This sucks. Yeah. Cause I was just huge steep fan. I almost fell down to the ground when Stipe got dropped. I was like, no. <laughs> I just love how he's a firefighter. He's, you know, he's just, he's kind of like your modeled guy that you would want. Yeah. But they just don't promote him. They're like, yeah, maybe. He was an underdog as champion against uh, Nganu in the first fight. Yeah. That, re- that made me so mad. <laughs> Respect so him, please. Um, And then he, and then he chooses to fight Nganu again. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. Stipe's game. So it's like, I understand John has all the skill, but Stipe has a lot of skill too. The only thing that Stipe doesn't have is he's is done. He's at the end of his career. Yeah, for and sure. And I think this is the last bit of juice you're going to get out of him. Yeah. And I would like to see it against John. Now, if he fought Aspinall and won and just rode off at the sunset, that'd be cool too. I'd be happy for Stipe. But I think he wants that big paycheck. I just don't, I don't want to see him get starched. Oh, no, no, no. I just don't want to see anybody that I love like that. Like Ferguson as of late. It's so Ferguson, I, to me now, I'm kind of like, yeah, you have the cardio, dude, but isn't it depressing watching him fight now? It was sad. It, there was no striking. Yeah. He, he, he looked rough. Look the same. He looked rough. Now, did he have cardio? Yes. He was going. Training with Goggins. But, did you hit mitts at all? Yeah, he doesn't spar anymore. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. It just makes me sad. But it's the one that made me really sad was him and um, 
gagey. Like that was mm-hmm. like, you're done. That, like, I think that changed that career thing. ender. Yeah. You got loaded up with CTE. <laughs> <laughs> it's got beat up so bad. But yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. The Connor fight will be interesting. I don't know how long. What do you think about the weight? What did they say? 185. They're going to be sauced up. Connor's just juiced to the gills. I wonder if they're just going to say, yeah, you saw it. Go take a coffee break on this one. Because I think they're they're rehiring something like USADA. It's not USADA, but there's another company and they're doing drug testing. They're not going to... That's what people don't understand. It's not old school UFC. Yeah, it's they're just not going to be waking them up at three in the morning and say, hey, we need your piss. Um, But I wonder if they're just going to tell these people like uh, drug testing 101. Yeah, uh, you guys just take a coffee break. Take a coffee break. (laughs) We'll fill this cup up real quick. (laughs) Chandler's going to come in at 81, 85. He's He's so short. It's just pure. He's gonna be a ball. muscle ball. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm for. Like, say if they both had an agreement and contract, like, steroid up, we're both just gonna get sauced, and we're just gonna be, and, and then that's what division they call it. Yeah, just the the juice, the juice division, division <laughs> the one forty one fifty five juice division, and then the one the juice three hundred division. Jews are just jacked. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't want, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Who do you got in that fight? Or who do you, do you want Chandler to win? Because you don't really like McGregor anymore. I right? want Chandler to win. And I think Chandler's going to win because I think he's had a little bit more time in the octagon of recent. Mm. Um, but you can never count McGregor out. The yeah. guy's crazy. It's just that left hand. Also, to that leg, you know. Yeah. If, Chris Weidman, he he came back and he didn't. He looked hesitant. Yeah, he couldn't wrestle. It looked like he was having a hard time even standing. And also, though, Chris Weidman didn't juice to the gills like McGregor. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McGregor's so, face looks different from all the stuff. Just looks so different. Uh, I'm so, excited for that one. Cause I'm excited. That's going to be a fight where there's not going to be any ground game. It's all going to be clang and bang. Highlights. It's going to be so energetic. That's why I love Chandler because Chandler's like, I'm going to be made a highlight or I'm going to make a highlight. Imagine like the crowd noise there (laughs) for for a fight like that. Either way it goes, if Chandler gets knocked out or if McGregor gets knocked out. Did they say where it's going to be? He said Vegas. McGregor did, but who knows if he's just saying that and it's not in the contract yet. I do want to try to make it to International Fight Week. That's one of my... Is that in Vegas? It's in Vegas. So it's like you just go into the... um, It's like Comic-Con, but for fighters. Yeah, but you get to like... I mean, you almost get to meet fighters too. Yeah. You stand in lines and stuff. Um, You also get like free stuff. So I think that would be really fun. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, get a whole group and make it a cheap thing. You know, like get a house and... It's. I think it's. I think it's like four days or something like that. Okay. And you just pay. You pay a full payment, and that that's takes you for like three days or four days. I mm-hmm. forgot what it was. But they say it's not hard to get. Yeah. It's just like a regular ticket. But Vegas is just expensive, you know. But yeah, we'll try to get that. But all right, man. Are we calling it? Got anything else? 
gonna be a dad <laughs> yeah how does that feel dude like uh, like is it is it setting in yet not really which is weird um because your wife is pregnant she's very <laughs> pregnant she's eight months pregnant coming up on that at least what, what's crazy to say is it's next month that's that's crazy that's when say. it gets a little crazy so like i, I remember like Every Sunday is when we update the the week that we're on for like we're twenty weeks, we're twenty one weeks. Yeah. Uh and however many Sundays ago it was, it was she said the week and she said only a hundred more days. And just that idea of a hundred more days seems like such a long time. Yeah. And even thinking like it's a month and a half away, it still feels like a long time. Yeah. Just because I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's like when you're waiting to go on vacation, and you have to go into work every day and just kind of <clears throat> check mark off a day. Yeah, at the end of the day, it it feels so far away. But now being able to say next month is a really cool. Yeah, feeling. you're gonna be a dad and a mom. Yeah, you know, we're really excited though. Um, yeah, I think everybody's excited for you guys yeah. too. But I, as a friend too, it hasn't really set in either. Mm -hmm. It hasn't set in like how it's set in for other people. Mm. Um, like, oh man, they're 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 right there, you know. Um, but you guys are right there, and it's like I still don't have that feeling. I guess it's going to be like when I actually see mercy yeah. and stuff. It's going to be. I hear a lot of dads say that it doesn't feel real until you actually see the baby come out. Yeah, until you get to hold her, that's when it you know, the, the sensation just flows over you Yeah. of this is it. This is what's most important now, which I already feel like this is most important now, but I haven't had that, that rush fall over me yet. It's yeah. just excitement right now. There's no, I'm not nervous for anything yet. Um, yeah. I'm just excited and eager for it to come. Yeah. It also too, like, you know, I've always wanted, like, for me, too, I always wanted a boy. Yeah. But I think ever since, you know, hearing that you guys are going to have a girl and stuff, it's made me think twice, like, maybe I do want a girl. Mm. You know, maybe I would want that. And it's going to be interesting to see you with with a girl. Yeah. You know. Playing with uh, nieces and nephews, at Micah's side, uh, has taught me that, having a girl is going to be just as much fun as having a boy. Yeah. Uh, like my, my niece, Joby, she's just the cutest girl ever. She's so much fun. And you know, she still likes to wrestle and, uh, you know, play rough and everything, but then she'll sit down and just like come over and sit with you and just want to like cuddle up and watch a movie. Yeah. And it's just, it's so different, but in like such a cool way to where, Mike and I both wanted a boy first just to have that older brother dynamic. But uh I'm I'm so excited to be a girl dad now. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be so much fun. Well it's also too like especially with your brother having a girl too. Yeah, they're, and then you having a girl, it's like I feel like I've always known the house is like it's the boys the boy family. and then the mom. Yeah. You know, and now it's gonna be that different uh feel to it. So yeah, I'm really exci excited for you guys, and it's going to be a, I'm sure it's going to be a tough transition too, you know. Just, I mean, for Micah, will be. I'm just going <laughs> such, you know. Micah, kid's got a stinky diaper. Well, I know like Change in the it. beginning, like it's like, 
they just need their mom. Like, yeah, there's not much the dads can do unless uh, you're bottle feeding, which uh, we'll probably do that eventually, but yeah. we, we plan to not do that first if, if possible. But other than like changing a diaper and obviously holding her and, <clears throat> and everything, most of the time it's she needs mom. Yeah. So uh, once she gets out of that stage is where it becomes daddy's girl. Yeah. Which I'm excited for too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really different to see from the outside perspective. Yeah, to see you as a father, because I've never really like it hasn't come re- like I said. It's not it hasn't set in yet. Yeah, until I see you with when I see you and Micah with a baby, it's gonna be like whoa. This, oh shoot, this is different. They weren't know? joking. <laughs> they did. She she wasn't lying. <laughs> but just just extremely excited for you guys and. Just the the next chapter in your guys' life, yeah. for sure. We're she's moving a ton right now, yeah. doing those long like sweeping motions under uh, in her belly. It's it's so cool. Yeah, it, it's re- like you're starting to be able to to see her belly move with her leg or her foot sweeping across. It's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but when's when's the due date again? February sixteenth. So we're valentine's baby we're under 40 days yeah and are they um have they said like we're feeling like we're gonna hit that date or uh the last uh anatomy scan we had with the ultrasound they said that she was (coughs) she's measuring big so they measured her around five pounds where usually they would be around four pounds at this time uh those measurements are so inconsistent though a lot of times they'll think oh this is a 10 pound baby and the baby comes out at seven pounds yeah so you can't you can't really trust those ultrasounds from a weight standpoint but uh they are saying she's a big baby right now and that's why micah had to take the uh gestational diabetes test again Mm. because they thought that's a side effect if you have it is your baby gets big but um she's just a a fat baby right now (laughs) Good and good and hungry and fed. Man, when we were getting that ultrasound, uh, they were showing us like her profile and her lips and her eyes and her nose, and uh, we saw her bottom. And I, I said like, "Oh, look how big her cheeks are!" And Mike started laughing, and Mercy started shaking inside. Oh, because she's laughing. <laughs> because she's laughing, you can see her shaking. Oh, it's so funny. You got to look up a video of it if you've never seen it. It's really yeah. funny. Well, really excited for you guys and can't wait to even have Mercy on here too, you know? Yeah. A couple Goo Goo Gagas or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> couple of, uh, but yeah, truly excited for you, man. And I always enjoy doing the podcast with you and that's why you got the number one this year. So, or last year, sorry. Well, this is going to be the number one for this year. We're starting off strong. We'll see. I'm predicting it. I'm predicting it. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, man. Well, uh, thanks for uh, letting me come over and uh, do this. So, yeah. All right, man. We're out. Love you, brother. Love you, too.